Wait a minute. You're listening to SpateRadio.com. We should have Keith Dope in the building. He's an R&B pop singer. I think he's very talented, and I think you'll enjoy his music. We're going to get into a little bit of his music now. Swear that I can sit and watch you walk all day. We'll give anything to watch you walk my way. Girl, give me a dance. Afterwards, give me a chance. See it in your eyes that you need some romance. Don't a little boy, now you in the grown man. Swear that you've been due for a nigga like me. Make it love to me. I'ma make you love, make it love to me. If loving you is wrong, I don't wanna be right. This ain't what you call love, swear it's what it feel like. I'ma make you love, make it love. 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 Girl, I swear you look good. But ooh, how you taste So it remind me of deep fried Oreos Apple Jacks and my Mayola Hit it with the Coca-Cola That's how you intoxicate Drunk off your candy rain Pleasure with a little bit of pain Promise that if you want it I gotta do it, say Down. 
Till you show me your fist I ain't never been in a Maserati He drove me around in his gift Girl, use a cold one I'm sure you never let him know But would you let him go? Digitally, and like the only way to search me was my name, and you, you put in Keith. You know, what's the first thing that comes up? You talk about R&B, Keith Sweat shows up. So I wanted to distinguish myself. And uh, oh yeah, that's that's definitely uh, a dope <laughs> way to do it. So um, we got Keith Dope Music in the building, man. Um, can you tell the people a little bit about you as an artist that uh, that yeah. may not know? Sure. Um, really, pretty much all you need to know about me is. I started singing in the church when I was little, and I attribute my whole singing career to my mother. It's because uh, if she hadn't put me into the choir and made me go, then you probably wouldn't hear any of the music today. Um, but for those who haven't heard me, what you can look forward to in the music is it's just the sheer honesty of, you know, life situations or something to get you through your life situations or get you through a love or get you over a love or if you're lusting something uh, or if you just out looking to have a good time or a party my music is it's for all of that <laughs> okay and that's pretty much me in uh, a nutshell alright that's what's up man um hold on one second I think we got a caller okay 919 what up What's going on, man? This your boy Briscoe Keith. You know we in the bull. We rapping you, man. We love your music. Keep doing your thing in NY, man. We support you 110, man. Bull City all day. Yo, yo, appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, Briss. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I, I got your brother Nigel here. You know how we do it, man. We're going to support you. <laughs> appreciate that, man. Keep spinning that Love y'all, man. Love y'all, man. Do it for y'all. You already know it. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Thank you for calling. All right, man. What's your name? Oh. (laughs) Got got cut off. All right. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. You need that support, man. Yeah, that's my people, man. That's, uh, That's my people from my hometown, man. I come from a town called Durham, North Carolina. It's a uh, it's a very small city, so everybody pretty much knows everybody. Uh, thing about me though is like uh, when I was younger, I moved to moved a moved a lot, like around the city, um, just mm-hmm. different parts. So I went to school with all all in all the districts. So it was like, and I played ball. So it was like, you know, I, I know a lot of people. But nobody knew I could sing. You know that was the that was the other thing about it. I was just singing in the church, 
I wasn't bringing it to school. And at the time, you know, all I wanted to do was hang around a tattoo shop and be cool. You know what I mean? I didn't. I wasn't. <laughs> into, uh, I couldn't come up singing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody around me rapping, and and I couldn't come in there just on nothing soft. You know what I'm saying? And that, and I think that's what brought me. I think that's what made it made it work for me is to uh, is bridging that honesty or bridging that mm-hmm. those true hip hop roots. Mm-hmm. And. Adding a voice to it, you know. That's basically all I okay. try to do. That's what's up, man. Um, so if you were to classify your music, um, are you R&B or R&B pop, or if you were to put yourself in a category? I uh, I feel like I am R&B to the core. Uh, that's what I'm trying to uh, stay true to. Just because most of the artists I was coming up listening to were, were was R and B at first, and my favorite genre of music to listen to, and uh, what it does to people. Uh, but I would classify it as R and B with a, with kind of a hip hop urgency, yet uh, with a soulful soulful sound. So it's a, it's a bit of R and B soul is what I would call it. You know. Okay. All right. Do you play uh, any instruments, or do you and do you write your own music? Oh yeah, I play the keys, man. And if you heard me on it, I wrote it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's really I, uh, important. That's really is, important. I uh, yeah. I think it's uh, I respect a lot of artists that are out there writing their own material, and you know. And I think that's why it takes me such a long time, and that's why I don't really rush anything. It takes me a while to to, to do it because I have to be inspired to do it. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Maxwell, and I heard him say he has to uh, live life first before he can create, and uh, that's something I try to live by. I just want to stay true to, so that you can hear the honesty within my music. Could you hear other singers singing your songs? Or have you ever thought about like uh, writing for some like? artists that are out now and that's how it was i started out writing first um when i went to atlanta i was working with a, a couple representatives from mid-atlantic and um, a couple people that used to manage trace songs and all that and i was trying to reference these records and trying to get on you know i'm, I'm like yeah all right all right it's whatever we can get to work and mm-hmm. uh you know one of the comments I would give back is, man, your songs are so personal, you know, and and uh, we don't know, it, you know, it's dope, but we don't know if it, you know, would fit for whoever, you know, they want to make sure that the songs fit for whoever I'm writing for. And it's like, you know, I'm just <laughs> writing songs that are inspired to write songs that mean something to me. And uh, yeah, I guess they were a bit too personal. I think that's what it was. <laughs> wow okay so tell us a little bit about your team you know like your manager or your some of the producers that you work with stuff like that yeah yeah i am uh i actually work with a couple people i'm actually uh working in affiliation with next level music group who is a, a production team out in, uh, in north carolina they throw a lot of events and everything, and actually, there's a couple of kids that I came up, went to school with, went to college with, and um, kept them on the team and kept them very close. They've been my everything. They've been, you know, a shelter and a refuge and everything. We've all looked out. Uh, mm-hmm. But I work with a couple of producers. I work with at least three producers um, regularly. Um, on Black, it was all. One man is a dude named Anthony Twenty Four Seven Teseo, and uh, he's dope. He's a kid from Florida, and he's uh, he's moving to Atlanta real soon. But uh, just connected with him through another writer, and uh, just started sending me records, and then just I don't know it just clicked. You know, it just worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knew exactly what I wanted, and you know. You know how it is when it's just uh you, you get into that groove and then it's like man hey let's let's do this project let's do the whole thing and and it just uh I like how it turned out it's because very cohesive sound you know what I mean mm-hmm. and attack the mood I was looking for but I also work with a kid 
out of Durham, my hometown. I work with a few producers out of my hometown. I work for I work with uh, uh, Benjamin Tolbert. Goes by the mm-hmm. name of, of Groove, and uh, it's a record called "Tell Me" that that we worked on with a Groove Theory sample, and uh, it's pretty much marked like my first like songs or whatever, my first releases. And, uh, and what was the name of it? And a great, it's uh, "Tell Me." That song. Tell me, okay. And uh, I also work with a, an upcoming producer and an artist as well. Um, young man named Quentin Rashad, and we've mm-hmm. got a few tracks out there, but we've got some tracks coming up. He's he's gonna be working with me on the next project and ones to come. But the kid's truly dope. He's just got a fresh sound, and um, I'm liking what's coming out of my city. That's that's really what is uh, what's driving me. Of course, that's what I told. My people before, it's like that's what I'm doing it for, so that I can come back home and, uh, you know, do stuff for the for where I come from, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's dope, though. That's that's dope. Um, so what are some of the things you want to accomplish over the next year? Uh, over the next year, I'm really trying to get into these festivals. That's basically what the, the motive is, is... It's getting out on the stage and performing these songs. It's like I spent so much time on uh, on writing and working it. It's like I, I really want to be heard at this point, just because of the music itself. It has a, a deeper meaning to it. And uh, I'm always working on the entire collective, which is uh, a quadrilogy, if you will. And Black Mark's the first album of that. So mm-hmm. next will be red, and next will be, and after that will be blue, and then the last album in the quadrilogy would be white. So I'm, in the next two years, that's that's what I plan on releasing and working on. But uh, also just breaking through independently, you know, just mm-hmm. getting my name out there. Um, a lot of people are driven by, you know, the labels. A lot of people are driven by like fame and things like that. But I. I feel like I always want to stay true to the music, and I think that's why mm-hmm. people have been able to connect. Is I'm staying true to the music first, and that's why I want mm-hmm. to write my own songs. You know what I mean? I want. Yeah. I, I'm I'm the kid that you know that plays clarinet in the band or something, and you know they have a small part, but they've been practicing it all night, and that means yeah. everything to them when it comes to recital. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, yeah. Uh, that's that's me. That's I want to add to what's going on out here, I'm not in compete, you know, competition with anyone. Yeah. So it's, I kind of what um the internet makes being independent a lot easier too. You know, you can definitely. Yeah, you have so much. Um, how do you how do you feel about social media? How do um how do you feel about the new generation? You know, now the way people are promoting music as opposed to maybe you know five years ago. I I think it's great. Um. Especially now that you've got these music apps, I think the next generation that's coming up are we're we're birthing a lot of liberals, you know. So mm-hmm. um, these kids are into the arts, um, whether they're listening to the music and they're great fans, or you know may have never picked up an instrument but can play things off of their iPhone or play things off of a, off of a, off of an app, you know what I mean? And it's like these. Yeah. I think social media. Um, is a big contributor to that just because, you know, they have the freedom to put out whatever they want to put out. You know, these blog sites and these musical platforms, and they have the freedom to put out whatever it is they want at the drop of a dime and instantly connect with whoever they want to. I think that's, I think it's been amazing, I think, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, definitely for me, too, because, um, you know, when I partnered with Reverb Nation, that's actually how I heard of your music. Um, A lot of artists, you know, don't really get a lot of exposure, you know, from national radio. And, um, you know, these stuff, you know, opportunities like, um, you know, Internet radio and stuff like that gives, you know, you know, you have thousands and thousands of people that listen online, listen to online radio that may not have those opportunities otherwise. So, right, right. Right, and yeah. and you know, 
I think uh, just we get so caught up into the to the gimmicks of it that we don't um, realize the beauty of it at times as well of, of uh, social media because sometimes it can be abused. It can be abused though. I, I, I yeah, <laughs> it definitely can be abused. <laughs> well, it will give it what an example of. <laughs> I mean. I mean, just what we what we talked about, you know, it's like. Uh, uh, oh, you mean it, like it fam enables and stuff like every? That? No, I'm just saying it enables everybody who's anybody to do to put out some music. You know what I'm saying? And exactly, not, it's and true. Not everyone has to do. Not everyone has to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, and it's not all good. Know, <laughs> it's not all good. Yeah, I'm not gonna say say everybody's 100 on that, but you know. Uh, you let the people decide. That's the whole thing. You put it out there. You let the people decide whether it's good or not. So yeah, that's true. Even that's true. I just I I just saw a uh, interview with Bill Withers, and mm-hmm. he said that if you think you got what it takes, put it out there and let the people decide. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that is true because they will tell you if it's trash. Definitely, they will tell you if it's trash. Especially people who I come up. You know, they'll call me and tell me it's trash or ask me what I'm, what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, I really want to stay true to that, stay true to who I am. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, when I hear music that is good quality and you know it has all the, I mean, to me, me personally, I think your stuff sounds like it should be on the radio, and then you should be competing with these guys, you know, Miguel and all of these guys. You know, that's my personal opinion. And um, I'm definitely going to try to make it out to your next show and everything. Um, I definitely know a lot, you know, some people that I could connect you with, you know, up here. I don't know if you're connected with people in New York, but, you know, um, I could definitely connect you with some people, even, you know, on the songwriting side, too, you know, because, I mean, you, the, the music is great to me. Thank you. I mean, underlining, I, I can't thank you enough, really. Um, and... You know, as far as connections, I'm always looking to meet new people. It's, you know, you can never have enough of that. You know what I mean? And yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. If I mean, if people like you or people like or anyone who's trying to connect someone with somebody or uh, it, that's the only way the music gets out is the word of mouth. Yeah. You know, it, you still have yeah. to have even that's the whole thing about social media. We talked about that as well. Um, you're still going to have to have that that. Word of mouth. You're still going to have to have that on the ground first. You know, that's the only way it gets heard, really and truly. If they mm-hmm. say it's hot and they play your stuff in the in the club or they play it on the radio and they want to figure out who this kid is, and that, you know, that's the only way it gets out. So, you know, I can't have enough of that. <laughs> I'm open. Yeah. Yeah, and I, was, I had a conversation with someone yesterday because I went to this songwriting event. And um, his it, it was actually Rock Wilder. Rock Wilder, he's he's working on. I think he he did some songs for Janet Jackson's album, yeah. and um, he 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 doesn't know whether she's gonna pick those songs, but he definitely he's done a lot of stuff with Jay Z stuff like that. But anyway, oh yeah, he said, oh okay, Brandy all right, all so yeah, okay, good. So um, he said he he listened to three songs that a person played, and they and they were you know trying to get you know, this uh, songwriting thing on. And uh, he said, you know what the problem with your songs are? He says, when I, I can't remember the first song that you played. And he said, once I heard all three of your songs, I couldn't remember the song that was before it. And he said that that's not, and he said that that's something he learned from Janet Jackson. He said that if you, if you, if someone plays you five songs and you can't remember the song before it, then it wasn't catchy enough. Right, right. You know, so yeah. I I thought him saying that was very interesting, and when I listened to it, I didn't get that. But he said that that's something that Janet Jackson had told him, like these the the melodies have to be super strong. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I hear you know when I hear your music, I hear those those type of melodies, and I think um, cause I can I I, I practically memorize your songs already. I'm I'm singing them, so <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate that. That is, yeah, yeah. You know, that was the that was the intention. You know, I I uh, I started out when I first started song songwriting. Uh, I was I was a bit too wordy because I was you know trying to write songs like a rapper. You know what I mean, and not mm-hmm. paying attention to the melody or not being true to the melody or true to my voice. And uh, 
that that makes a whole lot of sense because it's like if you know there has to be things within the song that that people can connect to um sometimes people listen to the lyrics you know this day and age people skip over that but uh the melodies must must come through and i don't like to spend a lot of time on melody like that's the mm-hmm. least of my worries because that that's the part that comes <laughs> natural to me but it's like mm-hmm. you know uh, when you can translate the real life scenarios or the real life instances uh, into your melody or your or your song itself, um, I think that's when yeah. it really connects and that's how how it catches for the most part. Yeah, and I, I think, don't think it, repeating stuff. things too too makes things too catchy. You know what I mean? Some people get caught yeah. up in just repeating the hook, you know, a million times and, and it's catchy like that. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I just think it's more related to, just like you said, the sound. Like yeah, and it's and to me like sometimes I listen to art. You know, like I get you know like three thousand songs or so a month sent to me. And when I hear when I hear certain music, cer- cer- certain artists, it sounds like they're trying to make music. You know what yeah. I mean? So it it sounds like they're they're putting a lot of effort into making music, but it seems like like the effort is just too strong. Some people come off as being very natural. Like when when you have a, a great singer or you have a talented singer, when they when you hear them sing, they just sing and they sound like they're being themselves. But then right. you hear another person and it sounds like they're really trying hard to sing, and it just yeah. it just seems like awkward. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Knowing your voice and knowing your range and and knowing what works for you, that's a big deal when it comes to especially this day and age we talk about what brings back to social media people are into your lives people are following your lifestyle and if they don't if the lifestyle doesn't match what they hear you know oftentimes you can get lost in you know pretty much lost in the sauce you know what i'm saying that's yeah that's the way that's the way it happens um but i think that a lot of those sounds and a lot of those instances where you talked about um, the artists not knowing themselves, it's because they're yeah. being rushed. You know, a lot of times they're being rushed. A lot of times, you know, it's politics and, you know, you never know what's going on behind them. And they may be battling with, you know, what they want or how they want to come across and then, you know, what such and such that's paying them wants, you know what I mean, or such and such that's uh supporting them once they get caught in between the two and that, I mean that can that can leave you know a lot of artists or creative people in dire straits <laughs> and sometimes mm-hmm. it just does not come across correctly and that's a yeah, thing exactly that's really why a lot of people are going independent they want to do their own things they they realize they look at these kids like Tyler Creator who are able to you know sell independently, able to do very well, you know. I mean, it's just one amongst the many. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Tech, yeah, yeah, you got Tech Nine, you got Mac Miller. Yeah, yeah. You got a ton of them. <laughs> you got a multi-year. But it's, uh, I just said I just, I just saw him show up on my phone, but that's just the way it is. It's just, uh, uh, I think it's, important for the artist to be true to themselves at the end of the day because um, nobody can nobody can be you <laughs> yeah even though we may be yeah. able to relate that's what we respect about the artist is, is uh is how how does this person connect with me he's a real person or i believe him and that's a real thing that's that's what it's all about to me yeah yeah true true so um we talked about some of the good things like that are you know, when it comes to being an indie artist, well, what are some of the things that um, kind of get on your nerves about being indie, um, or that may be, you know, frustrating? Um, when you're booking your own stuff, that's like frustrating. When you're booking your own <laughs> stuff, and everything's coming out of your own pockets, so uh, the margin of error is greater. I feel like just because. It all falls on you at the end of the day. If you go such and such place and you put um, X amount of dollars on it, then you better make it worth it because, you know, if it's no good, 
it all falls on you. You get booed out or nobody listens, then you must readjust. You know what I mean? There's no safety net for that type of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that um, being independent kind of looks to the listener as if, um, you know, nowadays people are, you know, are driven by these images oftentimes of people doing well and people doing big things and, you know, a lot of the kind of superficial music you listen to sometimes. I'm not saying it's bad music, I'm just saying, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty much all superficial. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, if you're independent... I I know you didn't want to say that, but... You didn't want to say that, but I'll say it. That's not for me to say. (laughs) I'll say it. But but when you're moving independently and uh, people don't necessarily see the work that you're putting into it and... You know, we all want to be recognized for our talents. Um, we always want to be uh, acknowledged for the hard work that we do. But sometimes when people look at it, you know, like, oh, independent, oh, you're not on. You know what I'm saying? And it's like kind of mm-hmm. has that that uh, that level. Sometimes people have that a certain level of respect for artists that are signed. But you know, I think it's all about how you carry yourself, or all about how the music sounds. Like at the end of the day, you can be signed and your music still be trash. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta understand yeah, yeah. that. With hold on, hold on one second. I'm oh, sorry. I think okay. we got a call. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. Cool, I didn't mean cool. to cut you off. But, but oh no, you good? Four one four. What's up? Hello, four one four. What's going on? Oh. Oh, they still there. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> now, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut cut you off. Uh, finish what you were saying. Oh no, I, I was just saying. Um... Oh man, I lost my, lost my train. <laughs> <Take me away. laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so it's it's. Do you f- so when you were living in? Um, you said you're from North Carolina, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, so oh, yeah. is is the reason why you moved to New York was to pursue the music or? Yeah, I mean, I actually moved to Atlanta first. Um, mm-hmm. I lived there for about three years, and I moved to Atlanta for the music. That was uh, well, my initial, uh, I guess, dream or career choice was to be a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was just sure, hold on one second. I'm gonna see if I can get. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let oh, me see if good. I can get it's someone on the line. It's all good. Oh man. Oh, they hung up. I'm tra- I'm trying to catch them while they're calling. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. No, um Yeah, just was referencing records in Atlanta and that was it. My. Oh, they got them? Let me see. Spay Radio four one four, what's up? Oh wait. Nine one seven, what up? What's going on? 917, you on the line? Okay, nobody's speaking today? Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to leave I'm that alone for now. I'm glad they're listening. I'm glad they're calling. Yeah. They're listening. <laughs> you, you, got, you got a lot of callers calling in. Nobody's talking. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, so you initially moved to Atlanta to be a songwriter. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I just ran into those those situations where it was just like, you know, um, I guess people around me, which is a blessing in itself, saw something that could potentially be, uh, or that was potentially fresh or potentially dope, and mm-hmm. it could come out on its own, you know, as opposed to writing, writing it for someone. And so, you know, I did a lot of soul searching in Atlanta and took a break and tried to live. And then, um, you know, everything that comes with just being out and about in the city and everything comes with, yeah. you know, being with in multiple relationships and stuff and dealing with people, you know, great music came came from that. And yeah. uh, I wound up in New York to be closer to the labels. That was initially the reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
truthfully, <laughs> I ended up in New York as a I fell I actually fell in New York for the most part. I uh um like my team has been there uh for me since the beginning. You know, okay. They always wanted me to move. They always lived in New York, and they wanted me to move there. And it just so happens that I was uh, in a in a relationship at a time that uh, I didn't that went sour, went really bad uh-huh. quickly. Things got bad <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> wow! And so I actually kind of I won't go too deep into it. Um, that's uh-huh. a song that kind of describes it that I have out right now, and uh, it's it's very new. So you know, if you go on my SoundCloud, it's probably the, first few songs or whatever and you kind of get the idea of what's going on there but i ended okay. up in new york <laughs> and and uh uh you know i have my connections here and mm-hmm. i think that is a, the best thing about new york is the speed or the time it takes for things to get done if you're really trying to create something organically i think this is the best place for it for the most part um, okay that makes sense so that's what i'm trying to do is find myself in the city Okay. Right, so um, when is your uh, – I saw that something uh, – you have a show coming up. Maybe tell people a little bit about that. Yes, yes. I will be at Arlene's Grocery on the 23rd. Um, if you want – that is a show booked through Afton Shows. If you want to purchase the tickets, you can go to com forward slash Keith Dope Music. That's A-F-T-O-N shows.com forward slash Keith Dope Music. And uh, <clears throat> it's on the Lower East Side. It's a pretty dope venue. Um, like a couple of artists have come through. Um, I got a chance to catch Lana Del Rey out there. And mm-hmm. it's, it's wow, a, nice. It's a it's a uh, it's a pretty dope venue, smaller venue, but that's why I like you know these intimate settings where you can come get to know me, come rock out with me. If you're in the area, feel free. Okay. And how can uh, people find you online? Um, you can come to my website, keepdopemusic.com, but you can pretty much Google anywhere, Keep Dope Music, all one word. That's the purpose for it, the name. You can search that and find me anywhere. I'm on all social networks, Keep Dope Music, and uh, my Twitter is Keep underscore Dope Music, Instagram, Keep underscore Dope Music. All of that, you can find it just if you search. You know that's the other I thing had a about problem independence. Say it again. That's the, that's another problem about independence. You know how like you know with all this stuff is going on and like music and people find these tracks here and here and there and all of that and everybody got the latest on their phone. But as soon as you send them a link or something, you send them something, they they act like they don't know how to search it. You know, they act like it's Chinese or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so just Google it. That's what I tell them. It's just Google it. Okay. I'm wow. everywhere. Wow, yeah, you got so many good songs. I didn't even know which ones to play, so we just like uploaded everything. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I, I didn't even know which ones. So, but um, we we definitely appreciate you calling in. The so the next project or anything new that you got coming out, you're welcome to come on the show. You know, um, uh-huh. and, and uh-huh. tell the people about it. Thank you for ha- thank you for having me. Really and truly, this is a great thing. For artists that are trying to break through, and I appreciate you, and I see you working. Um, <laughs> see you at the, so maybe uh-huh. you can um this this the Stone and Water song. Maybe you can introduce the people, and um I thank you for coming on the show. We're gonna play a uh, a couple of songs of yours after that, but we'll start with this um Stone and Water song. So I wanted to get a little bit. They got to know you a little bit, so we wanna we wanna let them hear the music. So all right, all right, all right. Um, well, uh, Stone and Water is really pretty much the, uh, it, it's kind of a prelude to the next album in a sense. It was an interlude, but it was just, uh, it's the only song that's really about true love on Black. And uh, I wrote it specifically for someone. So <laughs> when you hear it, you know, hope you rock with it. And I hope they're listening. <laughs> Thanks, man. So enjoy. Thank you, man. Trusted a horoscope, but I figure we're compatible. And baby, I got this pedestal figured 
Worth it. 
yes. That was old me. Girl, we got business. Yeah. Girl, we got sweaters. Yes, yes, that was Omi. Keep dope music. Still, we're going to get into one more joint. This is one of the ones that I play a lot. This one is um, called Angel. Uh, her name is 
Nevaeh. Check it out. Perfect picture, I just want to frame you. Do the things that they can't do. Got some other, but them ain't you. Maybe you the closest thing to an angel. Between your lips, I'm special. But I won't keep sweating. You trying to make it last forever. But I ain't got that time on that oyster perpetual. Could have anyone who wanted. Hindsight's a hundred though. Yeah, I was caught up in the motions. Now it's time to let it go.
Yes, yes. That was called Heart You. It's by Aisa. Uh, I'm not really sure if I'm saying her name right. Um, I'm always chopping up people's names. It's A-I-S-A. So Asa or Aisa, something like that. I think it's a dope record. It's called Heart You. You know, um, y'all should definitely keep listening to that. To me, I think it's one of the dopest uh, records I've heard in a little while. Um, <clears throat> I know you guys heard about this Drake and... Um, Meek Mill beef that they got going on. I think it's hilarious, and uh, I think it's real entertaining. So why don't we get into back-to-back? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Not again. Yeah, I learned a game from William Wesley. You can never check me. Back-to-back for the niggas that didn't get the message. Back-to-back like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Back to back like I'm Jordan, 96, 97, ooh, very important and very pretentious. When I look back, I might be mad that I gave this attention, yeah, but it's weighing heavy on my conscience, yeah, and fuck you left the boy no options. I wanna see my niggas go insane, you gon' make me step out of my fucking frame, you gon' make me buy bottles for Charlemagne, you gon' make me go out of my fucking way, I waited four days, nigga, where y'all at? I drove here in a rave playing AR app. I'm not sure what it was that really made y'all mad, but I guess this is what I gotta do to make y'all rap. I mean, oh, can't fool the city, man, they know what's up. Second floor tussies getting shoulder rubs. This for y'all to think that I don't write enough. They just mad cause I got the Midas touch. You love it and you gotta get a world tour. Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? I know that you gotta be a thug for her. This ain't what she meant when she told you to open up more. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Yeah, you getting body by a singing nigga. I'm not the type of nigga that'll type of niggas. And shout to all my boss bitches, wife and niggas. Make sure you hit them with the prenup. Then tell that man to ease up. I did another one, I did another one. You still ain't did shit about the other one. Got the drink in me going bad to bad. Yeah, going back to back. I got the drink in me going back to back. Yeah, I'm going back to back. I don't want to hear about the sever again. Not even when she tell them that they better as friends. Not even when you're saying Drizzy, tell them again. I've been putting on the show, it was a sellout event. Oh, you need better seating. I didn't want to do it, gave me every reason. The point I'm trying to make is I don't ever need them. Seen what you do for fame or what you do for freedom, please Check them for a while or oh, earpiece, please Please do not let these niggas nail me Yes, yes, thanks for checking out SpadeRadio.com Thanks for Keith Dope Music calling in He has a lot of great music, you can check him out at KeithDopeMusic.com Make sure you keep listening to us Make sure you support our sponsors Audible.SpadeRadio.com You can um, visit there and get a free audiobook Thank you. We out of here. Till next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.